Hey everyone, I'm Lewis Malley. Welcome to the podcast. This episode was originally recorded on one of my live streams. If you want to watch or listen to more of my content, please follow me on the various social media channels. Please leave a review, subscribe, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey, hey folks, welcome to the podcast. So today I'm joined by the amazing Gavin Drake from Mindspan, who has done a few sessions with me and my team. Uh, he's a performance specialist and he's really helped us to sort our mindset out, uh, our thinking, how we think about situations, all of that cool stuff. And uh, welcome, Gavin. Thanks for coming on. Morning. Really nice to be here. Thanks a lot. We were going to do a face-to-face live podcast, but um, the virus got in the way. So here we are virtually. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to talk about doing this for a while uh, and then we sort of got our act together and the coronavirus kicked in and you sometimes think things are going to conspire against you but there's there's always a way Lewis isn't there? A hundred percent, hundred percent. So where uh, whereabouts are you? Uh, I'm sitting in my office at home in the wilds of Norfolk uh, in a small village, village called Raymiston. Um, it's a little country lane with a dead end so there's only about four or five properties down here and we're joined by other neighbours like horses and cows and wildlife. So actually, it's a really, it's a strangely a really good place to be in the current circumstances. Oh, definitely, that's beautiful. We have, um, well, we're in like urban Islington. We've got uh, every house has a cat, and the mm-hmm. cats are absolutely loving it. We've got some uh, urban foxes, yeah, and, con- and a concrete jungle to play in. So. <laughs> Well, like you've got cats everywhere. Pretty much everyone's got dogs around here. So it's really interesting already when, you, when, you, when you're allowed out for your single bit of fitness uh, today, uh, each day, <laughs> with a dog or whatever, or, or I, I go out and run the, with a dog. Dog walkers are being very diligent and staying at least two metres away from each other as they pass. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of... Um, it can't be too busy where you are. Sorry? It can't be too busy where you are in terms of no. people. And stuff. no, no. <laughs> No, I'd, uh, we don't get passing traffic. You only come down to where we live if, you, if you're visiting someone. So, yeah, mo- yeah. most of the uh, noise racket you need to put up with is birds singing. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's fun, it's interesting, actually, because I spoke, I bumped into a few people in the street before the lockdown. Yeah. Um, so probably beginning of the week, and uh, we kept our distance, but quite a few were saying they're off to the countryside. Yeah, I know. So I was thinking, like, off to the countryside to spread the virus. Um, yeah. It's quite interesting, like their people's thinking on it. Well, I think I think it's been really interesting, you know, as as someone who has an absolute fascination with psychology and its various subjects. Um, it's just almost just what watching and observing people's behaviour uh, is just it's fascinating, and you know, with newspaper headlines and um, some news, some fake facts and stuff that get bandied around on social media, it's you know, it's absolutely triggered the. The fear part of the brain, the more prehistoric part of the brain, which has driven some really interesting behaviour. You know, it's, it's probably easing now, but the, you know, the buying of multiple packs of toilet rolls and all that stuff in supermarkets, it's, yeah, it's fight or flight, fear-based behaviour. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Why can't people just think clearly, you mm. know, mm. out a little bit? Um, yeah. this, you're right. This fake news stuff. The things I'm annoyed, I think I'm really quite annoyed about at the moment is like you constantly get WhatsApps. My yeah. mate, mates, 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 mate uh, works in a hospital. 
mm. or you know my friends sisters boyfriends husband or whatever it is you know and then people just constantly sending this fake news around and then everyone goes into this like to quote you negative thinking spiral mm. and everything's like you know crazy crazy yeah, it's, it's been, yeah, it, it is fascinating. I, I do sense, I'm not sure what it's like where you are, Lewis, but I certainly sense around these parts, the supermarkets, you know, since the, since things got a bit more strict earlier in the week uh, from the government around lockdown type scenario, yeah, the supermarkets aren't as crazy. Um, there are, yeah, I, I do see some news reports where people are hanging out in rather large numbers and they shouldn't be, but I, I think, I think it's turning, definitely turning. There's a almost a slightly more acceptance of the situation we're in from some people um and i think yeah i think and i think it's without getting too technical about it it's almost it is like people going through that traditional change curve isn't it this amazingly yeah. amazing set of circumstances which was quite quick really for us wasn't it yeah. and I, I know we knew about china in december but it was it's a long way away so it's not it, you know, it's not impacting us really um well it certainly is now and I think we're observing human response through a change curve. And, you know, there is a, there's an initial denial and anger. And then I think we're getting more acceptance. All right, this is it, how it is. And I think the government support, certainly the financial support, and I know there's still a few loose ends around that with self-employed people, et cetera. I think that government support or that pledge of support is actually reassured quite a few people because... You know, the stress and the anxiety that comes from you know having your life under threat not not literally although it will that will be the case for a few people obviously those are high risk but i mean life at threat as in can i pay my mortgage can i put food on the table am i going to lose my job all those things that people say they work for suddenly became under uh, suddenly became and probably still are under threat um but there's a little bit more reassurance about some of that stuff so i think people then start to work through it Definitely. No, I, I remember what I was thinking, um, and this was only what a week and a half, two weeks ago, when when it all started, it kicked off, and then it started getting closer, and you're like, uh, "This could be real, right?" And then you realise that as well as you might do um, financially in life, whatever, you're never very far away from losing it all. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, just an event like this, or some bad luck, or something. And then yeah. it, it, goes, it goes home, you know, to start. I mean, for me, I was thinking, right, you know, how grateful I am for mm. a bunch of things. And, you know, uh, from your advice, I have this um, gratitude diary. I've yeah, been yeah. writing stuff. And for yeah. me now, I mean, the, the gratitude's even more important than ever. I wrote a post on uh, on LinkedIn yesterday on Anne Frank, right? And everyone's yeah. like, oh, my God, we've got to stay in. I'm thinking we have food delivery to our doorstep. We have on-demand entertainment from like a million different providers. Um, I can move around my house. Um, I can go to the shops and uh, which are fully stocked. Yep. So there's so much to be grateful for. Yet people focus on I can't go out. Everything's really bad. Yeah. So that was the thing. And, then, and also financially, obviously, you're thinking like I pay my mortgage if we make bills for the whole year or. Um, you know, I really want to um, make sure my staff are okay. Yeah. And see, all of these thoughts were going through my mind. And yeah. then a lot of people very early on, like a couple of weeks ago, I heard, you know, friends got made redundant. Um, big coffee chains, chains shut. I spoke to a guy um, who got made redundant over WhatsApp. The guy mm. didn't even call him. Wow. You know, some really bad, bad behavior. Mm. 
Um, and on, on, the, on the brighter side, a lot of people have behaved so nicely and kindly to people and they're mm. doing all they can. And uh, yeah, to back to your point on the government, um, the, uh, the scheme, the Chancellor and the Prime Minister putting in, which was a, a German scheme back mm. in 2008, to support the workers is great, you know, yeah. and it, it takes a big weight off your mind. Do you, do you think... Um... Do you think in this challenging set of circumstances, because it is serious and it is challenging, although as we've tried to communicate through some posts in, on, on, on social media, it's, you know, there is still the, the wheels of life are still turning for most people. It's just a different life at the moment. And the majority of us will still be here in a few months. And, you know, so, you know, it, it isn't an absolute Armageddon uh, in my view, but there's some big challenges to, 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 to work through ultimately. But I, I think there'll actually be some good stuff can come out of this. Um, and I think there will be a recalibration. People will recalibrate in, in certain ways. I think in, uh, we may find, we may find that do people do appreciate the simpler things a little bit more, um, whether, you know, maybe the dial of materialism will be turned down a bit or a lot for people. Cause I think when, when we go through a, uh, an experience like this, you get back to simplicity. You, none of us, are, we're not really traveling much. We're not going out much. Sue and I, my wife and I, we're, we're together and you, you, you find some simple things to do. We might do a little bit around the house. I'm still doing a reasonable amount of video work with clients around coaching and one-to-one. And um, we've got a couple of larger clients who actually have some training, Mindspan training sessions in the, in the calendar. And actually we're, we're exploring just using video facilities to you know, do video live sessions. And I see you can still get quite a lot done. We just need to be innovative, creative, and about how we're living life and, and still doing stuff, achieving stuff, spending good time with people. Some friends of ours, and I'm sure we're not at the front of this, this curve because it must be happening elsewhere. We've, we've been invited, they've invited us to a dinner party on Saturday remotely. So we're, okay. we're at this big video dinner party thing. I, I'm not sure what app we're using, but it's like, oh yeah. So we've already got an invite to a dinner party. Um, yeah, it's just we are we're quite astonishing creatures in terms of how we flex and adjust. Oh yeah, yeah, we're so innovative. I yeah. think I'm actually more social. I've been more social in the last two weeks than I have been in the last two years. <laughs> I'm like, like of some really good friends of mine. You know, which life gets in the way, right? Mm -hmm. Like you see people less often, or if you see someone once a quarter, that's regular. Yeah. You know. Um, and then sometimes you just can't, you just, just, I don't know, like, just don't, you don't speak to your best mates all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For a couple of weeks, I mean, we've been on it. We use House Party, which is one of these apps. House where, House Party is what we're using on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great. You know, like Lewis is in the house and then someone like gets me to join their party and you're like, hey, hey, hey. And I've like yeah. got, like last week with all my friends from uni, we're all like speaking at 8.30 a.m. Mm having a coffee. I can't remember the last time I spoke to my mates at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> but that stuff's pretty much been there. Those resources have been there. We just aren't using them. But now we are looking at using them more because, you know, our, our you know, getting together face to face is much less easy at the moment. So, yeah, it's, it's astonishing. I and, mean, you know, I, I don't know exactly what will come out of this, but I do think that aside of the challenge, and I do realise it's serious, and there is major challenges, particularly for some people more than others, but all of us in terms of life being turned upside down a little bit, I, I think there will be some good come out of this in terms of some, yeah. some aspects of recalibrating socially, uh, morally, um, values, all that sort of stuff, I think, Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Would you do any, would you, have you, would you do anything different when this is over based on like the last couple of weeks? 
Like any any little things that you would now you would now implement. And I, I know you do a lot of a lot of cool things with your diaries, success, mm. gratitude. Mm. Um, I, I I as you know, I absolutely love the work I do. So for me, I've I've never I've never with having my own business for twenty two years, training and coaching the, the mental side of performance in you know across multiple sectors. So you know, commercial sector, public sector, sometimes in schools, sometimes with charities. Uh, a lot in professional sport and football and stuff as well too. I, I, and I, but I love all of that as, and it's a key part of my purpose in life. So I'm not in that, I've never been in that place where I want to just have a business, you know, make it successful, sell it and go and retire. I actually, I think, and you never fully know, I think I'll want to do this type of work or an element of it right through to whenever my days end, because it's such a key yeah. purpose and part of my life and it's very fulfilling. So I don't I don't think that will change, but I think well actually we're starting to explore it already. Actually, in 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 response to your question, we're starting to explore the digital space and how we can use that way way better to yeah. impact more people positively. You know, I've, yeah. I've shared with you before that our our vision as an organisation is to positively impact ten million people with our mind span principles and philosophies. And I've known intellectually for ages, yeah, we, we should use the digital space more. We should use the digital space more. We need to get around to doing that. But we're so busy face to face with people, enjoying ourselves. We haven't. Yeah. We are now. You know, and I've, I've, had, I've had meetings already via video, and I've got some more stuff planned next week. And I was talking to an organization that can help us um, create a version of our core Mindspan program online uh, as part of an e-learning setup. So I guess that a lot of that will be changing. We'll be doing a lot more of that sort of work. And that's really been triggered and we've been heavily nudged in that direction because of the situation we're in, which is fabulous. It's amazing. Yeah, same for me, actually. It's funny. Like, even with this podcast, I was like, anyone, anyone a podcast with people? What's that? Are we doing a podcast? Well, I think we were doing a podcast. I forgot to. I forgot. <laughs> we are chatting to you. <laughs> It's like a chat, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. I really like the podcast is only it's but you've got to come into the office because mm. I love I love the 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 discipline or that like you know of, of like I ask a question you've got to respond and vice versa yeah. like good mental yeah. mental practice and stuff. But now with with Hangouts, Zoom, and whatever people use, and we use Hangouts because it's quite cool to record on. Yeah, um, I've opened it up to the world now. Yeah. I've got an mm. amazing lady coming on who runs a huge pharmaceuticals company making stuff mm. for the Corona. I mean, again, all, all like really different people, and the feedback's been great. And uh, even just um, yeah, with candidates, clients. I mean, it just you know you're able to use it more. What mm. I've what my kind of weird thought um popped into my head last night was you know everyone's been talking about sustainability and saving the planet right and and all of yeah. these conferences and everything but you know nothing has ever got done it feels just now now like the planet has just said do you know what guys you go wait in your room yeah um, like here's this virus is my antibody to yeah. uh combat the uh the human kind of plague and in inverted commas and and like and then to top it all off, let's make it really sunny while you're at home as well. Just to yeah. win. And 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 we're gonna I'm gonna recover myself. And it just feels like you know the pollution's gone down, no people travel with the planes, uh, less cars on the road. It's just a funny, you know, it's just a funny thought I popped yeah, in. Yeah. I like your analogy there, Lewis. It is a bit like nature has said, right, human race, go to your room and think about your behaviour and only come out when you've really thought about it. Um, yeah, yeah sort of what's happening, isn't it? I wonder if we'll learn or whether we'll go back 
just to uh, you know it's interesting like mm. we were talking about what what we've learned and what we think it's important are we really or are we just going to forget what we've learned and just mm. dive straight back into the normal you know routine or the, the bad practices yeah. we're doing or whatever that would be really interesting to see yeah well and, and that it does it does link to to sort of certain stuff that we as a training and coaching organization specializing in the things that we do stuff things that we do seek to challenge people with you know we, as you well know we, we talk a lot on some of our core programs around you know that sort of sense a lot of people have that sense they're sort of or feeling on a hamster wheel you know they get up in the morning it's busy 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 they're rushing here they're going there day's gone and tomorrow they do the same stuff and you know we are incredible creatures of repetition you know incredible the brain's a very habitual mechanism as we call it and you don't need to repeat something that often before it actually becomes quite ingrained and it moves from the conscious to the subconscious and it becomes a way of being you know i i, I think this current set of circumstances is really challenging those habits and, and people initially miss them don't they that's why they that's why people still keep getting on the tube a bit too much and gathering together when they you know, it's just deeply ingrained life habits and, and human behavior. So a lot of that's you know, being con being challenged and people are needing to consciously think differently so they feel differently, so they behave differently in line with you know the demands and, and recommendations of government and scientists, which is perfectly appropriate. One, one consideration will be how long this goes on for, I think. You know, how long, yeah. uh, the longer it goes on, and there's, you know, I don't want it to go on for too long, but personally, but the longer it goes on, the more we'll ingrain some new habits. I think that there will evidently be a return to some stuff that we were doing. But that's when I talk when I talk about you know a recalibration. I really, really hope there is a recalibration in lots of senses. You know, to just to stop rushing around so much. Let's stop filling our days with stuff that really doesn't contribute to the lives that we say we want. You know, the amount of people we work with that say they want X, Y, or Z in life. And yet, you know, if I, from a slight distance, look at how they're thinking and how they're feeling and what they're doing every day, that's in real conflict with what they say they want. You know, how, how many people will tell you they want to be happy in life? And yet they, they, they create ways of thinking and the ways of thinking that create so much stress. But, yeah. they, but most people's perception is it's external factors that create how we feel. Um, and obviously, you'll know because of the work that we've done together, we significantly challenge that in as much as it isn't external factors that create how we feel. It's our perception of external factors that create how we feel. It's the way we think, it's the meaning we attach to things, it's the perception we have of things. And the interesting thing is the more you, the more habitual, habitual your mental response and emotional response becomes, then the more that becomes a reaction to everything around you rather than a, what we call a well thought through response. And I think that's some of what you said a little while ago is, more people are needing to think more consciously about what we're doing and what they are doing to start adjusting their behaviors. And that's, that's coming already. That's coming already. Yeah. Kindness that's now, and I know people are posting a lot more on social media, but the amount of kindness that's, that's um, being created and evolving around us in society, I just think is awesome. It's fabulous. I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. It's like for the first time, in a while that everyone in the world is going through the same experience. Mm. It's quite a weird thing mm. to think about, right? Yeah. Um, and I hope, I hope that, you know, this shared experience brings everyone together. Cause I think, yeah. and I wasn't alive at this time, but they say that the happiness levels in the, in, in Britain during the, during like the blitz and stuff yeah. were really high because yeah. everyone had a, had a purpose. 
Yeah. Um, you know, it was it was very social. You know, the British just dusted themselves off and carried on. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see if like the the society gets more kind of joined up because we've all got gone through this same experience together. That'd be yeah, awesome. I think what lots of people realise consciously a bit, but certainly at a deeper level, is that you know how, how much do we, do we have in our media at the minute and around us in uh, social media and more informal media? How much do we have? discussion about religious differences at the minute how much do we have discussions about political differences at the minute how much discussion are we having about racial difference at the minute i'm not seeing it much at all why because i think everyone realizes oh yeah there's something a bit more important to think about yeah does that make sense so yeah yeah how can we shut off though like because i see a lot of people they're getting negative right they're going down this negative spiral because they're reading the news because they're thinking about coronavirus because they're scared of getting it how, how are you dealing with uh, with kind of shutting that out almost or mm -hmm. taking it on board but not letting it affect your your day your yeah. week? We're 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 in a we're in a little uh, campaign within my span of you know hopefully there's so much stuff out there isn't there certainly on social media in the digital space there is so much information and heck of a lot of white noise and in my opinion and it is only my opinion quite a lot of nonsense and etc. But you know we, we, I guess we join in with that a little bit because we're trying to put some sense out you know send some sense out there and some hints and tips and stuff and um in, in line with that we've got one or two big clients um that have engaged us during this time uh, in additionally to any training or coaching we might be doing just to you know uh be able to provide tips and hints and small um prompts for people's thinking and behavior throughout this um and i'm also I've also been invited to be involved in something that kicks off on April the 1st. I hope you don't mind me mentioning this, but it's, it's essentially going to be, as far as I can remember, hashtag CoFight19. CoFight19. Yeah, yeah. 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 Kicks off on yeah. 1st of April for 19 days. I think yeah. at the minute there is some interest from one or two national newspapers in this little 19-day programme and from BBC Five Live and stuff. And it's really being driven by a guy called Nick Dyson, who works in the educational sector. And I met Nick a long time ago. And he's sort of seen an opportunity to sort of provide some sense, put some sense out there, particularly from an educational perspective. So schools are closed. So there's going to be 19 days of hints, tips, thoughts, activities for kids that are off school, um, parents who are with those kids, for teachers. A lot of what will be provided over those 90 days will be good for anybody, really, but it's specifically geared towards those. And we've been invited just to, I say just to, we've been invited to contribute, you know, a daily thought um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, point being, coming back to your question, what can we do? Well, there's actually a lot we can do. And, you know, one of those tips and hints, and it's, you know, it's not unique to us, I've heard it from other people as well, is, you know, the, the habit of picking up your phone every five minutes just to check it. <laughs> yeah, it's not even buzzed it's not flashed it's not by you know anything like that it's, it's not an audible sound it's just a you know, pick it up pick it up pick it up and whether that's checking instagram or, or or facebook or whatever you know no wonder we get to the end of a day and our brains feel a bit frazzled and you feel a bit overloaded and a bit overwhelmed and the fear you know the, the fight or flight response has kicked in from the brain the more prehistoric brain because look at what you've exposed you to yourself to every five minutes or 10 minutes or 50 minutes throughout, throughout your waking hours. So yeah, yeah. the irony is we're putting some of this stuff out via social media, 
but one of the recommendations we, we, we're giving is look, it's just stop it. Please stop. Be consciously, you know, we need to be more conscious through this process. Be consciously selective about where you get your information from. Now, for me, I'm not um, excluding all of social media, but I'm, I'm not actually looking at it that much. Um, I just go to Boris and his crew around about five o'clock most days just to get something from the horse, supposedly from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Scientific reinforcement there. I think he's got some high caliber people working with him. And that, that's really what I need to know. And of course, when you do bump into, well, not bump into people, when you bump into people two meters apart, it makes sense. And it's obviously happening less, or we're doing this sort of stuff. Of course, we're going to talk yeah. about it. But how do we talk about it? You know, are we telling each other how terrible everything is? Are we just focusing on and talking about the, you know, this terrible behavior, that terrible behavior? Because that's mostly what you're going to get in the press, isn't it? Yeah. Mostly what you're going to get in the press is photographs of people still hanging out together and they shouldn't be, the crowded tube trains in London, you know, terrible social behavior here, terrible social behavior here, our rights are being challenged. Well, okay, that might be some people's perception. What about, what's a constructive alternative view? You know, what are we talking? Because what we're talking about is what we're thinking about. Yes. And remember, the more we think about something in a particular way, that more that moves from the conscious to the subconscious and becomes a way of being. And I don't want my way of being through this challenging phase to be one of absolute fear, to have fear-based behaviors, to be like a meerkat on alert every second of every day. Now, I need a little bit of that to stay alive, but actually, I could also do some stuff in this period. I could create some things. I could achieve some things. I can, we could, you and I can still do this. We can be constructive about information we're putting out there. I don't mean pink, fluffy, and delusional. We can be constructive. And I can, I can maybe even amongst all of this, I've, we've had some work cancelled or postponed, even though we've got some other work coming in. I might get a couple of rooms decorated and think, great job. Um, I got some trellis put on my garden fence yesterday, which I've been thinking about doing for ages. It's, it's, it's a nice thing to do. You know, Sue and I can have chats about stuff that we maybe haven't chatted about for a while. You know, I can still contact my son in Saudi Arabia because that's where he lives and works and we can do this. So, as you said, we can make more, I wouldn't say make more efforts, it's not the right word. We can more consciously be contacting each other and, you know, having a cup of coffee whilst we do it. Do you know what I mean? Don't have to, you don't have to literally lock ourselves down, shut the bedroom door and and it feel a bit too much like the Blitz reference to earlier. That, that was, a, yeah. you know, we haven't got bombers flying overhead, dropping things on us. So I think our, 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 our national psychology, for want of a better term at the minute, is evolving and it's really crucial. 100%, because, because back to that, that wartime analogy, a lot of people I speak to feel like that's it. Like they feel yeah. like they're under, you know, I, I drove, my wife works in hospital and I drove her there today. And the amount of people we saw with masks on in their cars. Mm. Um, and, yeah, you know, it's just, um, it just feeds their, you know, their, their whole psychology about it. Everyone, everyone, but most people you speak to are so scared of, of it. I mean, to be honest, I mean, you know, I'm, I don't, getting the virus is the least of my worries, I yeah. think. Yeah. The least thing I'm concerned about, um, you know, like the economic impact, the effect of people's mm. life, jobs, and you know the the, the longevity of, of that. Um, but yeah, the spectral social media thing, I'm, it's really difficult. I mean, personally, I get distracted by the fridge when I'm at home all the time. Like the it's fridge. so hard not to, the fridge. 
Like, it's so hard not to look in the fridge to see what I can eat. I mean, <laughs> in my mind, it's like, why do I keep looking at that fridge? Yeah. And I've had to put things in my mind now to say, right, um, I can only look at the fridge between, like, one like 12 30 and 1 30 yeah. or i want to be only in the kitchen if i'm going to eat something so uh, uh, in my in my office i've got my sparkling water yeah I've got my coffee um you know with my social media i've got a little motto i post and run yeah. so the problem with social media yeah. for me and i think most others is you post and you look like how many people have liked it how many people have like oh, no mm-hmm. only like 10 people tried 12. <laughs> So I've like, I like post and run. So I'll look at it again in like a few hours or something, you know, and and I've, and I'm, and I'm making a conscious effort to, uh, to, to reply to everyone that comments. Someone Mm. takes a time to comment, I comment. And then, and then the big thing for me at the moment is everyone's getting in touch. I've got like, um, and I, and I, uh, and I will get back to everyone if I haven't got back to you yet. Um, but I've got like thousands of LinkedIn messages and emails from people that are concerned about their job or want some mm-hmm. advice or stuff like that. So um, I'm trying to do that. But I'm just, um, you know, just doing positive things. Yeah. And I think that, that's a, but I, I think that's, that's fabulous, Lewis, but it's a more conscious thing, isn't it? You are more consciously yeah. seeking to, you know, the fridge example is a wonderful example because. I guess we've all had those. This is the this is how things become ingrained and very habitual, mentally, emotionally, behaviorally. You know, if you've ever, I'm sure some of the listeners will recognise this. If you've if you've ever moved, say, your kitchen bin from one side of the kitchen to the other for a few days, your subconscious keeps taking you over to where the bin used to be, doesn't it? Or you yeah. change where a light switch is and you walk into a room. Oh, the light switch isn't there anymore. We moved that. You know, that that's they're just humorous day to day examples of the very habitual nature of of, of how we function. And absolutely, you know, for some reason, you keep meandering to the fridge, but it's not your conscious mind doing that. You don't stand at one side of the kitchen and consciously say to yourself, I think I'm going to the fridge. You just find yourself in the fridge because it's your subconscious doing it. So your conscious mind needs to start to challenge that subconscious habit. But the proof is the more you consciously work at it, the more you create a new habit. And yeah, the social media, picking up your phone every five minutes thing yeah that's that's just deeply rooted in lots of people's subconscious and the more they do it the more they'll do it the other thing also i feel like brexit wasn't a great preparation for corona because yeah. again remember no one's mentioned brexit for ages apart from yeah, you yeah. just yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people are really negative as well you know uh it's gonna be the worst thing ever and and, and it was the same scenario in, unless mm. you were a lever and thought it was the best thing since sliced yeah. bread it's fine yeah. everyone's parts of you but but again it's just it's the same as like everyone was moaning about it um everyone's moaning about it and then it felt great in the beginning of january and now everyone's moaning about the corona and that's <laughs> going to finish you too and then yeah. into something else so yeah. so you're right it's like it's programming yourself to be like do you know what things happen mm. and you know i can choose how i deal with it you know mm. no one else can i can yeah. and I want to be the most positive, productive person I can be. Mm. Yeah, and I think yeah, the slant I'd, I'd have on that, Lewis, is absolutely, I'm, I'm in line with you there. That's partially what we teach. But it's it's not, for me, it's not about being, and the phrase I often use is pink, fluffy and delusional. You know, difficult things happen. Um, we do face challenges. You know, we will, all of us in our lives will face some tragedy and trauma at different times. We'll lose people we're close to and stuff like that. So it's not trying to paint a pink fluffy view of life in the world. Difficult stuff happens and there's a big worldwide, fairly difficult thing going on at the minute. Yeah. 
but we don't have to we don't have to be negative destructive and moany whingy bitchy complaining about it every day we can say okay it's out of my control what can i do and that's that's a huge part of you know my own philosophies is around this creating an internal locus of control so most of what goes on outside of me in life and in the world i don't have full control over i might have a degree of influence but not full control so rather than keep banging on about my lack of control and banging on about what the world i perceive the world is doing to me and banging on about you know we call that just moaning whinging bitching and complaining what i actually turn the mirror around so stop getting the world to look in the mirror turn it around look at myself and think okay i'm not in full control of that but what can i do what can i be in control of and what i can be in control of is you know how i choose to think about things how i work at feeling about things and the actions and decisions and choices i make every single day and i have that at my disposal every second of every day and so does everybody else most people just don't realize it so yeah. you know a lot of the fear-based response and and the sense of overwhelm that people have been experiencing in the last week or two i fully get i absolutely fully get it has been you know massively influenced i think by newspaper headlines and and less than helpful information out in the in the big digital space which makes it increasingly challenging to, to weave your way through all of that and get to real good quality, meaningful information and advice. Um, but a lot of that is around, you know, this feeling, this external locus of control about the world doing to me. Well, no one ever said life was going to be fair. No. I feel like I'm getting my soapbox loose. No one ever said life was going to be yeah. fair. That's not cast in stone everywhere. And guess what? Sometimes it doesn't feel fair, but what are you going to do? And that's, that's the question I keep saying to people at the minute. Okay, what are you going to do? what's your what's your decision what's your choice what's your behavior what are you going to do and you know we are to varying degrees not all of us but some of us are going to be have a whether you call it a bit more downtime or, or, or we're going to be spending more time at home great okay what are you going to do then how can you make the most of that how can you further enhance your relationships how can you get the board games out that you haven't played for 10 years with your kids or your family how can what's that what's that hobby you've been talking about getting around to eight for ages and not done you know do you want to start cooking do you want to start baking do you want to start learning a language, pick up your guitar, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or you spend your time sitting in a corner, being really angry, really uptight, whinging about the world and how unfair everything is. It isn't great. It is serious. But what are you going to do? Yeah. For those people that are in that cave right now, is there like kind of three, three things or whatever that they can do to just start to move from, you know, that victim language to... Yeah. Well, I think for me... You know, the, as you'd expect this, you'd expect this to be one of my answers. It sounds a bit deep and meaningful, but one of the things we like to share with people is think about how you think, if that makes sense. And you you, you know, and because it's a core model that we, we tend to share, and it comes, it's driven from the field of CBT, but also other, other areas of psychology, including sports psychology. You know, at any one moment in time, how we think about something, a person, a situation, or a set of circumstances, or an event, um, you know, essentially creates how we feel about that thing, um, some sort of emotional cocktail response. And then that emotional cocktail response or, feel, or those feelings then drive usually how we react or respond to that thing, person or situation. So, and all of that leads to some sort of outcome. So if we don't like the outcomes we are experiencing, most people, they will tend to blame that on the world. Well, actually, we're not in control of the world, but can I think differently in that situation to feel differently, to behave differently, to create a different outcome or stand a chance of creating a different outcome that then starts to foster 
more of what we call an internal locus of control. We start to, rather than trying to control things we don't have control of, like the world outside of us, we start to get more of a control of the one person we do have more ability to control, if that makes sense, which is us. Yeah. Some people try and do that with by changing behavior, but you can't really long-term change behavior until you change mind, your thoughts yeah. or your perception, if that makes sense. So in that sense, just explaining that, that's a key key recommendation is just start to think about how you think, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, don't overanalyze it. Don't sit in a corner and stare at your belly button and overanalyze all your thoughts. It's just almost, almost step out of yourself. What am I doing mentally, emotionally at the minute? Is this helping me or isn't it helping me? So yeah. I think stuff there. Um, certainly in this current set of circumstances, and this is this is advice and encouragement that would come from lots of different places. Move. Yeah, be, definitely. We shouldn't be we shouldn't be as sedentary as we are in life anyway, but particularly at the minute. Um, because that's good for us. That's good for us. You know, there's certain feedback that goes, your brain needs to get you up anyway. Um, has to, you have to have a signal from the brain, but actually when you start moving, there's all sorts of signals go back to the brain as well too. And that influences the chemicals that are getting produced. So, you know, make the most of that one fitness, uh, event or opportunity you have each day, whether that's me going, I shall go and run with Maisie, the dog later this afternoon. Um, and, and she's a lovely example of exuberance for life. She will just get so much. Oh, yeah. She's not thinking about coronavirus, quite obviously, or Brexit, just being a dog. And maybe we could be a bit more dog sometimes. So yeah. I think move. So think about your thoughts uh, without overanalyzing them. Get a grip of them if you can. Um, particularly if you're starting to slip into a, a negative spiral and seek to change it, move um, and connect. Uh, you know, even as difficult as it or more challenging, just try and connect with people, particularly yeah. Yeah, because you know we have social social people. People, <laughs> connect with positive people. Like yeah, choose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful who you connect with. Absolutely. <laughs> but I think again, you know, if if you and if you are connecting with certain people, because it could be family members, you want to make sure they're okay or friends, and they do start to go off on one. Um, now, part of that is is you know, if it's on their chest, it's quite good of them to get it off their chest. But if they just keep doing it, you know, maybe you can have some constructive influence around helping them change their mindset because. You know, the more we keep going over the same negative thing over and over again, the more life you give it, the bigger it gets. Actually, the more you reinforce it and the more you'll be talking about it again this afternoon. I want to spend time talking about, as you said, what am I grateful for? Is this an opportunity? Now, it does this actually create opportunity for us in a business sense, in a personal sense, in a relationship sense, in terms of my health, my fitness, potentially, if I think appropriately to make that happen. Yeah, definitely. I'm sorry, that's a bit of a woolly three things there, but yeah. What a beautiful place to end. Thank you so much. Um, and it's also such beautiful sunshine. So go out for your one, one walk a day or run, run a day until Boris locks us down further because no one's adhering to the, uh, the social distancing. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I'd love to chat with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And stay safe, stay strong, stay positive, stay healthy, all of that good stuff. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to leave a review and subscribe in all the usual places.